0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group.
1: Hey, welcome back to Road to Retirement. My name is Chris Anselmo. I'm here with Tony Shore, our host, and also uh, Tony from our office. How you doing today, guys? Hey, Chris.
0: Ah, doing good. Doing good. So we have two Tonys today. <laughs> you can have there. You can never have too many Tonys. T squared.
2: Uh, T squared. Some people might disagree with that, but I, I would not. <laughs> <laughs> my
0: middle, my middle name's Anthony. So that's good. Well, that's great. And my first name's Anthony. So Tony is your real name, Anthony?
2: It is. Yeah. My first name is Anthony and I'm I a got junior. three Anthony's yeah.
0: right here on the show today. Yep. A little bonus for our listeners out there. Well, uh, Tony how are you now what you explain again what you do there in the office what so, your role is Yeah
2: as the financial advisor I work with our clients to get to their overall financial goals we take a look at their uh, current strategy their time frame and look at their circumstances pull everything together and just make sure uh, kind of on a high level anyway that everything's working as intended and then we hone in from there it's kind of like a like a top down approach and we we data gather and do all the things that we have to do for uh, to get the details and make sure that uh, we're forecasting as much as possible and doing the proper financial planning for people to live a successful retirement.
0: Wow! Wow, that's great. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> and you miss you left out the most exciting part of your job, and that's working with Chris Anselmo. Wow, I mean,
2: I thought that just kind of went without saying. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, Chris, in, in, in the legal in the legal uh, world, we call that just judicial notice. Like it, it's just common knowledge.
0: Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what are we talking about today, Chris? Well, we had a show earlier, uh, probably
1: a couple podcasts ago, where Tony and I we talked about uh, you know the intro to Medicare. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. And we figured we'd just take that to the next level because like everybody at sixty five. Going to be on Medicare, right? One way or another. I mean, it might not be right at 65, but that's the primary insurance for everyone who's retired. So we get a lot of questions on it. People get inundated, you know, especially if I don't know how everybody knows your birth date, but uh, you get inundated with mail. It's amazing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They They all do. Yeah.
1: They're like, I got 23 pieces of, of, of things in the mail about Medicare. I don't know what to do. So I said, well, throw them away. Come talk to us and we'll, we'll get you on the right track so I think initially we um, last time talked about you know being 65 that the different parts A B uh, C is the advantage plans D is the drug plan Um, most people I think take the traditional A and B and get it in and get a supplement so we're gonna talk about that a little bit today the supplements but some people like the the advantage
2: plans right yeah that's essentially the part C See, like you mentioned, the A, B, C, and the D, the C is essentially the uh, Medicare Advantage plans.
1: And for our listeners, kind of tell them what the Advantage plan is. So you have,
2: you know, they call traditional Medicare, which is Part A, Part B. Um, If you're on a Medicare Advantage plan, you're essentially not enrolling in Part A and Part B. You're having a separate plan that you're paying a little bit more for You have a little bit expanded coverage, but you have to work within their network, Uh, maybe a little bit more stringent than, say, going with regular Medicare and a Medigap policy. A Medigap, uh, which bridges, uh, covers the things that Medicare does not cover, will usually be found. Any doctor, any hospital will usually take uh, Medicare. Medicare Advantage plan is a little bit more rigid. It can be more
1: advantageous. I, I, you know, we said this in the last show, but I don't understand. You know, Medicare right now covers eighty percent of everything, and then you get this, this gap policy to cover the other twenty percent. And it, it must just be huge lobbying and insurance because I'm like, why not just like you're charging everybody about one hundred fifty bucks a month for Medicare, charge them two hundred and cover everything.
0: Yeah, that <laughs> makes. Well, you know, the problem with that, Chris, that I'll tell you why they don't do it. It makes too much sense. Right? I mean, if you just, so.
1: but it's it's just got to be, you know, trillions of dollars or billions at least go into the to the insurance companies. And, and, you know, you see, maybe it's the TV channels I watch, but every night I see 47 different uh, Medicare commercials of Joe Namath and... And a lot of them yep. are, the, are the Advantage plans. Uh, they're trying to get you to switch over to the Advantage plans.
2: With Joe Namath, does he automatically have to end every commercial with the word guarantee? I guarantee <laughs> yeah. it. I guarantee it.
1: <laughs> but uh, I saw one with J.J. Walker, and he ended with Dino Mike <laughs> the other day. So
0: Yeah, they pull all these old stars in to, to, now that they're older to to promote Medicare advantage plans and insurance plans. And I, you know, it is interesting. It's a good point, Chris. And uh, that's the big question is why, and it's true. It's probably lobbying and influence, you know, uh, insurance company influence, and that's too bad. But, uh, what is important though, is to have a strategy to make sure you're covered.
1: Right. Because like the medic Medicare advantage plans, we've got some really big, well, you have them there in Minnesota too. some Cause we have the Cleveland clinic here and you have like a uh, yep. Mayo clinic and all that. So, yep. so we have some big plans here. Uh, the thing that we saw is, um, the gaps that are usually if you're, if you're a traveler, cause you're out, you'd be out of the network. So if you go to Florida for two months for the winter or whatever, it's more like five months here and five months, of, I mean, six months in Minnesota. <laughs> so, but yeah is, <laughs> Nine this, is, months. yeah, is the summer house really the summer house? No. So, um, <laughs> So if you're out of network, then you know you're, you're going to have gaps. You're going to have uh, you know deductibles and things like that. So, but I think on the Medicare Medicare Advantage side, what basically happens is Medicare gives XYZ insurance company. They said, okay, here's here's Tony's Medicare premiums for the year. They they dust their hands of you and say, okay, Tony Shore's on you. If He has a good year. <laughs> you win. If he has a bad year, you lose. So they're hoping, you know, it was basically they collect all these, this money from Medicare and hopefully they, they win. Right. They're going to win on some reason, right. but they have to be big enough plans. So, so the you know, the, all the actuarial stuff will work out for them. But, um, yeah. what, your experience on the Medicare side. Yeah. Um, I, when I
2: first started in this business, I was more heavily involved on the insurance side of things. And I, I, I think a Medicare supplement or a Medigap as it's called sometimes is something that everybody should do. And a lot of people it's, this is not a difficult quote unquote sell. It's something that a lot of people realize they need. It's relatively inexpensive for the value that it covers. The way that I used to phrase this to people was, you know, Medicare itself is kind of like Swiss cheese. It's got the holes in it and you have to cover the holes. The Medigap will come along and cover the holes. There's different plans that can cover different, uh, that can be as expansive or as non-expansive really as you want. But um, even that whatever it is, the plan J or the, the plan K now that yeah. covers the most and it's only a few dollars more than the plan that covers the least. So uh, it, it's really a um, a no-brainer for a lot of people.
1: And the fact that the, like the plans went from A through like N or something mm-hmm. is like... <laughs> Oh, it's they've, cut so many plans. Down, they've cut down a
2: few of them yeah. now. Yeah, they've they did. canceled out a few of the ones that really just weren't budget friendly.
1: Yeah. And they weren't, you know, one of them, the I think between F and G, the only difference was the deductible and the deductible, you know, it's 188 bucks a month or something. So people who said, okay, I'll just take the deductible. But then there were some people who says, no, I don't want any deductible. So they ended up paying about 400 or $500 more a year right. to not have the $188 deductible. But right. It's <laughs> so bad. It. Wow. Yeah. So I th- yeah. think they're getting rid of one of those last year. And, uh, but the, the medic, uh, the other thing is the drug plans. I think mm-hmm. somebody, you know, you talk to some of our clients, and, you know, if, if they're, I don't say seriously ill, but some of these injections or whatever could be like $10,000 a month. Right. Like you have to have a drug plan. Yeah. Even, if, I, I think even if you're healthy, you should have a
2: drug well, plan. Well, that's the where the part D comes in. Uh, but before Part D, because Part D came around in 0506 something like that, they had drug coverage as part of Medicare. And I think if you've been on Medicare, well, it's been 15, 16 years now, if you've been on Medicare that long, uh, you're grandfathered in and you may not need Part D. But otherwise, if you haven't, Part D is probably a necessity. So
1: Part D, what we normally do is we um, get, do an assessment of the drugs you're taking and um, and then determine whether or not, you know, who's your pharmacy, and then they also, they're, can you take a generic brand? All that kind of stuff goes into picking the, the, the Part D plan. But, yeah, it's just, uh, I, okay. if it was me, they're, they're, you'd have less choices. There's too many choices. I mean, you can let, Well, you know. they
0: always overcomplicate it, and that's, that's where our government comes in. They're great at that. And then the other thing is, is uh, it always amazes me And I think I mentioned this in our last show about Medicare, but I have to bring it up. And Tony, maybe you can comment on this. But isn't what the three main things that seem to go when we as we get older are hearing our vision and dental, right? Those are three areas of health where we really need coverage. I mean, hearing aids cost a fortune, right? Yeah, which
1: which is ridiculous. A yeah. little
0: piece of plastic, they cost a fortune. I mean, it. I think people, people who haven't needed them or priced them out, will be you're, you're floored. But those are three areas that Medicare, a system set up to help senior to provide healthcare for seniors, doesn't cover. Right.
1: Well, that's probably because those are the most expensive things that cut. Co- like, like they don't want claims. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. And there's going to be yeah. claims on I mean, those. I mean, pure yeah. insurance, right? The concept is they take in money and whatever they get to keep, they win. So, you know, they don't, if they don't pay out a claim, that's a good thing. So they don't really want to buy claims, right? So they said, look, we're going to cover everyone's hearing aids. First of all, if they covered everyone's hearing aids, they wouldn't be $7,000 a piece, right? Right. Because Medicare would pay $400 for them. Yeah. I mean, if you look at those things, there, there can't be 25 cents worth of plastic in, in those things. And, right. Uh, it, it's yep. just, it's just criminal, you know, but, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of places now you can get them, you know, you see them on
0: TV, you could go to Walmart even and get them. So. Yeah. Yeah. But Medicare doesn't cover those three areas, right?
2: Um, Very little. If, very little. Yeah. If at all, I mean, part, part A covers your, your hospital, part B covers your medical for the most part, but. You know, you have to enroll in Part B, which most people do, and then you know your what it is covered: uh, the dental, the vision, and the hearing. The things that you said, to my not to my knowledge, the vision I don't think
1: anything's covered. Well, for, I know they do cataracts and things like this. Anything that's like surgical, but anything that is, um, you use like your glasses, type checkups. stuff, yeah. right? Or c- anything that's cosmetic. Uh, I know that, that's the right word, but. You know, like I got LASIK done uh, several years ago, I'm not on Medicare, but um, traditional insurance didn't cover that because that was an elective. Like you didn't need to get LASIK done. So, um, and I talked to, because the, the ophthalmologist, a friend of mine, a really smart guy, graduated, like Summa laude from Harvard type of guy. And uh, I said, well, why don't they just do cataracts when you're, you know, when you do a cataract, they, they take it out and they, they put a lens in your eye. Right. and then you're like, my dad got his cataracts and It's pretty funny because my dad was kind of pot soup by the time, but he uh, he started to yell. He's like, "Hey, Marianne, my my mother, come here, come here, come here." And my mother thought something was wrong. He's he's in the bathroom and he's looking at Mary. He goes, "My eyebrows are gray." I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Dad, <laughs> how long, how long have you not been able to see? <laughs> so, but I asked him, I'm like, why don't they just put them, You know, people need glasses at 30 or 40. Why don't you just? Why don't they just put those in then? And he goes insurance, the insurance won't cover it because they think it's elective then. But as you get older and the cataracts, you got a problem now, then they could take it out. They can do the surgery and put the lens in. Like it's, you know, it's all about the bottom line for the insurance company. So, um, so anything that could be elective, then they're not going to cover. Right. So, right. You want that, you know, you want that chin tuck and all of that's not going to be covered. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, but it's just a huge business. And then, uh, pre-existing conditions. I mean, you have open enrollment, right? So, so open enrollment is I think from um, October 15th through December 7th, I think.
2: That's for Medicare. Right. Right, for just plain old Medicare. Right. Yes.
1: So the first time you go on Medicare six, 6, 6 sixty five, there's no they can't underwrite you. You it's you're on automatically but later they can
2: right? Right. If you miss the open enrollment period, same thing with the Medigap policy. You know, the Medigap, the supplement that that covers what Medicare doesn't, uh, you have open enrollment the month that you turn 65. If you miss that, uh, you have a window in which you can get back in, but after that, they can underwrite you.
1: And then what happens if you want to switch plans?
2: They'll underwrite you for that too. Uh, Not on the Medicare supplement, but say if you want to switch from... Uh, the Medicare Advantage plan to the Medicare Supplement. If you go from one of those to the other, then they'll underrate you. And possibly
1: even uh, there might be different types of medic gap plans here, right? I mean, I if mean, you
2: go for an upgrade, that they're going. I um, yeah, the advantage plans. The advantage plan, yeah. So if you
1: go from one to another, right? They can underwrite you.
2: Yeah, I mean, ultimately, if you want an upgrade, why do you want the upgrade? Something's wrong.
1: Yeah. You can't, you know, wreck the car and then call all state exactly. the next day. Right. So I think it's similar. Like at the end of the day, they're insurance companies. They're right. not, they're, they're not going to say, Tony, give us, give us give uh, a $500 and we're going to cover your heart surgery. Exactly. Right? So, um, you just got to be careful. And we've had people that had been on uh, Medicare Advantage plans that had big holes in them when they travel. Uh, luckily, the one, the one I, I think I may have mentioned this last time, but. They were lucky because they weren't on that plan, but um, we had a client who was going uh, on a cruise, and it was about to leave, um, I think, actually, I don't think it was Florida. I think it was actually leaving out of Texas or something, and um, the husband had a heart attack before he got on the boat and died. Oh, man. And they said, well, it's a good thing he wasn't on the boat because then it's like international waters. Oh my you gosh! Know. You got to fly him home. You got it. You know, Whoa. it would have been it would been a more of the nightmare than it already was. But but uh, the fact that they had the regular Medicare um, they, that covered it was part of the whole thing. You know, don't they, step
2: on that boat. Is the moral they, of the story?
1: Because yeah, <laughs> they, uh, you know, they have to, you know, they have to air flight you home and you know take the body and all that. So it was uh, could have been really really expensive. So so I think for the most part, I mean. Most of the clients that we deal with take the regular uh, regular Medicare, and they get a you know a, a supplement and a drug coverage. Right, and then they know they're covered because the red, white, and blue plan. I don't know if you know if we've mentioned this last time, uh, Tony is it's good all over the country. It it's, oh. fe- it's federal, right? So sure, this you know the states implement it, but it's a federal coverage. So if you if you got coverage here in Ohio, you got coverage in Florida, you got coverage in Arizona, you got coverage in California, and Minnesota too. So. uh,
2: Minnesota.
0: <laughs> so what do you do if you're going to travel internationally? Is there something you can get like a supplemental, uh, policy or a certain type of policy that will cover you or are you just not covered?
1: Well, I think you take the, the traditional Medicare instead of taking, um, the Advantage oh, plans because sure. I'm not even sure that the, the advanced plans cover stuff I don't, internationally. I don't know.
2: Yeah. I was going to say, I know with the Medigap, we keep calling Medigap and the supplement, but they're, they're the same thing. The Medicare supplement and Medigap. If you have Medigap with Medicare, you should be covered. Right. Uh, the Medicare Advantage plans. If you travel, even, even um, domestically.
1: domestically yeah, right. Domestically.
2: Right. You You're could be out sure. You could be out of luck. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, we're fortunate in these states, but they're, you know, some of the states that are probably more rural, like you don't have a Cleveland clinic there. Right. Right. You, you don't have a Mayo clinic there. So. It's gonna it's gonna be uh, pretty iffy. So um, again, he, people get inundated with mail. Look, just throw it away and come see us. I mean, the easiest right. thing is for us to, and I think they'd rather hear it from us than than people. On. Well,
0: and everybody's situation is different. You want to sit down with somebody who's helped a lot of people, and you guys have seen, you know, the ins and outs, and uh, you know the pitfalls and the the uh, mistakes that people make to avoid. And it's all based on each individual situation, isn't it? Yeah.
1: So, uh, you know, to get a hold of us, call us at 440 886 3550. You could talk to uh, uh, Tony. You could talk to myself, or even Jeff does it too. So um, it's just so, so important because if you don't sign up, When you're supposed to then you have a penalty that runs forever like if you sign up late like some people are still working at 65 and they say well i got coverage at work and then i'm not going to sign up for part b or whatever it is you you don't have to take it but if you don't sign up let's say you end up signing up when you're 68 they assess you a penalty because you didn't sign up when you were 65 and that penalty doesn't go away you have it forever so, um, even if you don't, uh, take it because you're on your employer's plan, you still want to sign up. Right. So, and you have, uh, three months before the age of 65, the month you turn 65 and three months after. So there's like a seven month window. So there's really no excuse to not sign up other than, um, you didn't hear our broadcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you weren't listening to the show today. All right. Yeah. Well guys, uh, we're almost out of time. It, you know, is there anything else you want to add on this topic before we have to go today?
1: I just think it's important just to sit down with someone who who knows what they're doing in this, in this arena and uh, just get the straight facts. You know, maybe we'll, maybe we'll choose a Medicare um, Advantage plan. Maybe that's the best for you, but you should just, you know, have it from an uh, independent source. So, you know, you go to one place that's selling Medicare Advantage plans, and if that's the only thing they have, that's the only thing they're going to pitch you, right? So, you have to be careful uh, where you go. So, um, call our office 440-886-3550. And we'll be glad to sit down and talk to you and, uh, get you in the right plan.
0: All okay. right. Sounds great guys. Well, I, I really appreciate uh, the show today and Tony, it's always good to have you on the show as well. Well, thanks, uh, it was Tony, good to it's talk to you today. And I know you here. help a lot of people out there, uh, with Medicare plans and there's just so much to it. As you guys are talking, I'm always like amazed at, um, you know, it's a, it's a little more complicated than like you always say, Chris, it probably has to be (laughs) because it's the government's involved and insurance companies are involved, but uh, great talk today and listeners that does it for today's episode of the road to retirement with our host, Chris Anselmo.